Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to T3. This is your host, Jose Negron, on Voice America. Uh, this is the Variety Channel, and I'm leading a, a leading technology show, T3, today, tomorrow's technology, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or East Coast uh, at noon. Uh, you can catch me on Monday and Tuesday at your local listing. Go to voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel, look up T3. As always, I'd like to thank everybody who's listening to T3 throughout the U.S. and our international audience. I'm always fascinated at our growth and especially our international listeners. As a reminder, our show and the purpose of our show is to integrate the scientists, the engineers, the innovators, the, the what I call our tech audience with our non-techie folks. This has been our formula of success. The purpose of the show is to have a discussion. What makes technology and how does technology influence our lives? I also like to invite everybody to, uh, uh, to really call into the show at 866-472-5788 or email me at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Today's show, I'm real excited because I have a special guest, and today's show is about tech expert in business and at, at home. So today, I've invited Mr. Bill uh, Hitchcock, uh, or Mr. William, official title, Bill Hitchcock. I've known Bill since uh, 2004 during the Grand Challenge. Uh, Bill is an experienced con uh, consultant to the Global Fortune 10 Enterprises, a, a certified program manager, and a certified scrum master. I first, as I said, I first met Bill in the 2004 DARPA Grand Challenge. He was one of many volunteers. We had over 150 volunteers out there, and I just met him. And I think the rationale, Bill can clarify that when I bring him on. And this is 15 years ago. I said, Bill, why are you here? And he says, well, I, I saw it on the newspaper and magazine, and I just wanted to come participate. This is going to be a great event. And this is uh, the beginning of the self-driving car, the autonomous vehicle race, the 2004 DARPA Grand Challenge. Ever since then, Bill and I have kept uh, up. Bill's, a, as I said, as a tech expert, and he's been consulting on the side. But we, we do have one thing in common, uh, which Bill declared the other day to me, and, and he says, hey, I've got a smart home. I'd like to talk a little bit about that. So what I've done is divided the three segments into three major parts. The first segment, we'll talk about key business technology and how Bill is using his tech consulting position to help other companies. The second segment, we'll get into a little bit of fun and figure out why Bill has his passion to convert his home into a smart home. And then the third segment, we'll just have uh, just a general uh, discussion on uh, the future technology and some of the impacts in their life. So, Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jose. It's good to be here. Good to be with um, you again. It's been a long time. I'm saying 15 years, but I think the last time you and I visited or you visited here in the D.C. area was somewhere between, uh, let's say, uh, six to ten years ago is my guess right now. Sounds about right. I don't know that my memory goes back that far anymore. <laughs> well, I'm glad you uh, contacted me. Uh, let's talk about and chat about uh, the business technology world that you're in, and and how how did you get started in the tech consulting business? Because that's a key, critical question. We talk about uh, you know how do people get in the technology business, and so I'd like to know, and the audience would like to know how how did you get started. Well, I really didn't take it in college or anything like that. In fact, I have a liberal arts degree, and I was in the advertising business. And, yeah, I've always been a tinkerer and messing around with electronics and things like that. And so about the time the personal computer came along, I was working at an agency that was pretty forward-looking, and a couple of us got personal computers. Well, I got hooked. I mean, that was it. Uh, I went to work at another agency. Uh, they likewise were beginning to to get into it, and uh, I was kind of the local guru to fix things and stuff like that, and uh, got good enough where I decided I could go out on my own, and the agency agreed to be my first customer. And so from there, it's been from a small personal business into um, a, a bit more corporate oriented, uh, then project management. 
than project management management, uh, project management offices, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just kind of gone on from there. Well, I know that you're. you're ex- I'm excited about what I do, which is uh, a little bit uh, a little bit different from where the tech consulting work that you've done. I've uh, basically uh, worked on the hard scientists, the engineering side uh, of things. For example, today I'm working the RF spectrum and cybersecurity aspect of uh, tech consulting, and you are in more of the formal IT uh, scope of work. Yeah, exactly. I'm. Uh, I've come to the point now where I'm doing consulting with uh, really big uh, firms, uh, kind of niched uh, for the last year or so in the financial services industry on a global basis. And what I have been doing lately is to help companies to make a transition from operating systems that are coming out of support and into the newer operating systems, and at the same time transitioning these companies companies into from an on-premise uh, situation uh, and migrating their work into the cloud. Yeah, there's a lot of movement uh, from a government perspective. I've been dealing with that as well. Uh, a, a movement of uh, data, really our, our data sets back into the cloud, a variety of that. Uh, what are the advantages of the cloud? I mean, everybody talks about the cloud, but what, what are some of the advantages you see as a customer moves to the cloud? I think the first one, uh, believe it or not, is security. And security has, of course, got so much emphasis these days. And let's face it, uh, it, the three big players uh, are Amazon Web Services, uh, Google, and Microsoft. And there's not a company in the world that can put into place the security measures that these people can. Uh, it's uh, If you've got a, a bank or whatever you've got, it, it your security measures are not going to be nearly as up-to-date and nearly as forward-thinking and nearly as proactive as these big people. So security is number one. Uh, secondly, has to do with the hardware part, um, and that is uh, one part of it is redundancy, if you need that. The really neat part about the cloud is that you can expand and contract your computing capacity at will and almost instantly. So you don't have to buy the hardware and have the staffing for your, let's say, your Christmas season. And then the rest of the time, you know, you're using it at 60% of that. With the cloud, you can expand and contract almost immediately. The other part is uh, what I call maintenance independence. Uh, Operating systems, hardware, stuff has to be patched. It has to be kept up to date. Bad guys are out there every single minute. And if you don't keep your equipment up to date, then you're vulnerable. In the cloud, that's all done for you. It's all done transparently, or I uh, should say, in the background. You don't in the background. Don't see it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of folks are interesting. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. Right after our grand challenge event, I had several people approach me about uh, cloud computing. At the time, it wasn't ca- called cloud computing, but it, they were talking about that specifically. And uh, I looked at him and I said, "Man, I am so tired right now after." Uh, <laughs> running the project there at the Grand Challenge, the first one, that I just need a couple of years of rest. And uh, in those couple of years, they went ahead and, and put the cloud uh, uh, framework uh, up and running. And uh, it's taken off uh, and it's been doing very, very well. And so that's kind of interesting. So, uh, Bill, where where are you working at? Are you uh, telecommuting, working in office? Uh, how do you do your tech consulting work? I, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, right now I'm working for a, uh, a major um, company. I, I can't disclose them. Um, they have me all over the world virtually. Uh, I don't leave my desk or, in some cases, my home. Um, and I'm working, you know, virtually like everybody else is these days. Getting back to the cloud for just a second, I hope yeah. we have time at the end of the show to share with your audience the personal cloud opportunities that they may not know exist, and right now they're free. 
No, let's do that. Uh, the whole purpose in that third segment is to bring out any techie information that you have or what we can do a little bit later. So let's let's talk about that. Let's uh, Since you are kind of telecommuting or working from your home, uh, basically, and that's kind of what I do. I, I work from home three days a week and go into my customer site uh, approximately uh, twice a week, and, and that has uh, worked out good. In the D.C. area, of course, everybody does a little bit of everything uh, they go into their main offices they uh, some of them telecommute my my son and and my his wife uh, telecommute all the time, and uh, I think they go in maybe once a week uh, just to check in with a boss and have a major meeting, and then they're spit back out to uh, continue doing their work. I assume. How do you get jobs in the tech consulting world? Well, in the beginning, you know, when I had the, uh, the the small company, I was just out beating the pavement and working my network of friends and business associates. Uh, when I decided to go over a little bit more to enterprise consulting, uh, I quite often worked through firms uh, that had projects, short-term, medium-term projects. And um, there from then, it's just kind of gotten to be a little bit word of mouth. Um, Yep, that's uh, that. That is really the everybody keeps talking about. The best way to advertise is really the word of mouth, uh, your reputation, the quality of job that you do. So I, I think those are critical tech consulting uh, type uh, techniques. And uh, so let's let's go back a little bit in your lifetime. How you talked a little bit in the uh, advertising world. You got started. You moved to another company. They liked what you saw, and you just continued to grow your tech business. And now you have over thirty three years. So you've had quite a variety of customers through those years, have you not? I have um, just about every industry that there is from manufacturing, telecommunications, finance, broadcasting, uh, just lots and lots of it. It's been fun. It's, that's, what, that's what I love about this business and about doing this is you, just, you, you get so much brain food that it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's what I like about it as well. You have an opportunity to just expand and do other things. So it's been fantastic for me, and I really have enjoyed it. Uh, what are, what has been some of the biggest challenges as you've worked through the tech business in the last thirty three years? You know, I was I was thinking about this this morning, uh, and it goes along with the personal satisfaction. It uh, really quick story, and this was over twenty five years ago. There was a, a tornado that went through West Texas, and a uh, little town that had hit, uh, the warning came an hour after the tornado left. <clears throat> and at the time, I was doing some work for a radio network, and they were the ones that were responsible for getting the warning data to their uh, affiliate stations. Well, what the after analyzing it, what was happening was that the Weather data was coming in from the Weather Bureau at, um, I'm going to use a civilian term here, at 24 miles an hour and going back out to the affiliates at 2 miles an hour because that's as much as they had. So they asked me to see what I could do to solve the problem. Solve that problem. And yeah. long story short, uh, the particular problem here was that every now and then the Weather Bureau would come out with a, what's called a crop report, and it would take an hour to print at the affiliate level. And wow. so that's why the tornado warning was delayed. So yep, I came yep. up with a way to analyze those feeds. And if a tornado warning came in, to interrupt the current feed and put the tornado warning in. And that's oh, probably wow. one of the most satisfying things that, uh, that I've done in my career. Yep, you always get those chances. We've got about a minute left. Let me just uh, summarize a little bit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're here talking to a tech expert in the in the business and at home. And we've had, uh, I met uh, Mr. Uh, Bill Hitchcock uh, in 2004, about 15 years ago. Bill's an experienced counselor to the Global Fortune uh, 10 Enterprises, a certified program management uh, professional and a certified scrum master. Uh, we first met at the uh, 
2004 DARPA Grand Challenge 15 years ago. Bill has been running his tech consulting business for 33 years, and really, our our paths have been similar. He's been on more of the commercial world. I've been more on the government world, but we share one passion uh, specifically, and that is turning our home into a smart home. And it's been a fascinating discussion as we both try to convert our homes to a smart home. So in the next segment here, after our commercial break, we're going to talk about our homes and how do we get started in turning our homes into a smart home. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome back, folks. Let's continue T3. Our topic today is tech expert in business and at home. My guest today is Mr. William Hitchcock. I've known Bill since 2004 um, when we participated in the DARPA Grand Challenge. He's an expert techie. He's an experienced counselor. He's a global uh, manager and expertise to the Fortune 10 Enterprises. He's a certified program manager. Uh, He's a certified scrum master, and he's a he has over 33 years of experience. One thing that we did not know is uh, Bill is a, is a smart home junkie like I am. And uh, it was interesting to chat a little bit about that because I, I wanted to know why Bill got started. I, I mean, what, what possessed him to have this smart home craze? Uh, so, Bill, let's, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you. How did you get started in a smart home and why did you want to convert your home into a smart home to begin with? Well, I've been a tinkerer. I I built a radio when I was 12. So, you know, this kind of electronic stuff's just always fascinated me. I used to take the backs off TVs and pull out the tubes and take them down and test them and fix them myself. So uh, that's just kind of always been part of my DNA. Um, As as far as the the smart home thing, it looks like fun, but um, the the main advantage, just to get, you know, a little high level for a second, is the, the benefits are the security benefits, uh, point number one. Second, an economic benefit, and I'm talking about you can save a lot of money on utilities by having a smart home. And the third is uh, convenience and accessibility factors. Um, so the fourth one, of course, as I said, is fun. That's funny because, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go around and and go through the new houses and everything. And I I don't know what I ran into, but I ran into something and I said, man, when I grow up, I'm going to 
turn my home into just like this. I guess at, at the time they were putting in uh, the uh, new stereo systems or the internet, uh, not enter boxes, uh, the voice boxes, so you can talk from one room to the other. And uh, I thought, are the speaker systems all throughout the houses, you know, or the home that I was looking at at the time? And I said, that's what I want to do. So from early childhood, I developed that uh, little disease that says, as soon as I can do this, I'm going to do it. And uh, uh, two years ago, I started remodeling my house here in Virginia, and I have done it. I'm not quite there because when I finish the project, I do want to have the shades to close. And I'm not quite there. They will close. Uh, But uh, I live in an area where... You know, shades are not needed here because I've got quite a bit of land, and therefore my neighbors are blocked by trees. So it's pretty convenient for me. However, uh, what have you done in your home? You mentioned security. That's one of the areas I've done, I guess, the most of is both from uh, camera security, physical security, and uh, internet security. So uh, what would you describe your security? Uh, I'll, I'll set the internet security aside because that's that's okay. more of a uh, topic on its own that applies beyond the home. Okay. But uh, from from the home side, uh, of course, cameras and locks; uh, mm-hmm. those are the big two building blocks. The other part uh, of that is sensors that detect when a door or window uh, or other means of entry has been opened. Uh, when those are all integrated together uh, and put into a a central, uh, I built my own, um, a system of notifications, uh, alerts, and so right. on. Uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's that part. Well, that's fantastic. And then you, you also mentioned a little bit about the economic benefits. So obviously you're uh, tinkering around the utility aspects of your home. Uh, what have you uh, touched there? Thermostats mainly. I live in Texas. It gets very, very hot here. <laughs> and so uh, my smart home knows when either my wife and or I are away from home and adjusts the thermostat accordingly. Uh, by integrating it with some other technology, uh, it also knows when I have arrived within a certain distance of my home and that I'm headed this way, and so it cranks the AC back up. So meanwhile, I've saved a lot of money while I was gone. Right. right. Um, another thing is uh, I have a moisture sensor. I strongly anybody get that right next to my water heater. So if that puppy okay. breaks again, it's not going to cost me $7,000 to replace the floor. <laughs> yeah, I had the water heater go out before I remodeled, so I, I can understand <laughs> that. Uh, and then uh, any uh, the other big things are, I guess, the bulbs, the dimmers. Uh, how do you, uh, you know, the motion sensors, I can understand that because that's, that's very helpful, especially if you get your hands full. Absolutely. Um, I have uh, uh, two sets of attics in my house, and they have these, you know, pull-down ascending stairs. Oh, yes. But once you yes. get up there, then you got to grope around. And so, so what I did was I put a, uh, uh, a sensor that knows when the stairs been pulled down, and then I put a smart light bulb up in the attic, and the sensor tells the light bulb in the attic to turn on. Okay. Yeah, so this, you know, these are all things that are cool important. Absolutely. It's important. I, uh, it's kind of interesting because I'll just give you a brief description. Heavy on security, heavy on sensor, both windows, doors, uh, so forth. Uh, thermostat uh, uh, measurement uh, starting its own, um, you know, either heating or cooling, depending on uh, the, the temperature outside or inside the house that I want to have. That That's very comfortable. And, of course, the uh, the, the bulbs itself and, and sometimes the plugs. Every now and then I use a um, a smart plug uh, to help me out a, a little bit because I just don't have the connectivity or the reach. Although now with everything almost wireless, I can reach it, just about anything inside the home and almost 50 feet outside the home too as well. So it's been very convenient. That's one of the one of the upgrades I did uh, during the remodeling. How about entertainment? Uh, what do you see there? Because I, I have not touched that yet. I'm going to. I have got uh, I've got three TVs uh, in my house. Uh, I've got seven computers, but I got three TVs, uh, and they are all uh, by one means or another connected to she who may not be named Alexa. Are you there? To Alexa, <laughs> and so I can change channels, raise and lower the volume, all that kind of stuff uh, with my voice. That's funny. Yeah, I know you're not sure, sweetheart. Um, she's she's talking she's to, the to be a member of the family, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I can understand that. I've got uh, both the Alexa, the Echo Box. I don't have the Google uh, items yet, but uh, the Alexa and the Echo Box is uh, something I do have. And and then also one of the things I do have because I ended up upgrading the home is uh, the uh, smart uh, refrigerator, uh, cook sto- uh, stove, and also even the dishwasher. I find it fascinating that it has some type Ooh, of smart system. How do you? So, hmm. Yeah. Well, we are in the process of a of remodel, so I'll take that under advisement. Maybe get some advice from you on what to do. Uh, do you uh, do you do any uh, uh, sous vide cooking or grilling? I do. Using some smart grilling? technology for that. No, I haven't. And I noticed that you told me you wanted to talk a little bit about that. Explain that to me, or at, well, at least to the audience. Uh, the first part, the easy part, is the grilling part. Uh, mm-hmm. You can buy these little things. They're smart. Um, Weber makes them, and there's even some cheaper brands. And you you stick a probe into the the meat, and the other end goes into this little box that is uh, connected by Bluetooth okay. to an app in your phone. Yep. You tell it uh, how you want your meat done, and it'll start yelling at you about five degrees before it gets there. It's Makes absolutely perfect cooking. Takes all the guesswork out. You can have as much scotch as you want and not have to worry about overcooking it. So I, I've heard about that. I have not done that. That's I was wondering if that's how you were doing it, i.e. a probe into the the food itself, the app on your phone, and then the timer that goes off or tells you to get back to uh, taking care of the business and the cooking grill. Yeah, so that's, it's better than timer. Um, it tells you when it's the temperature you want. Yeah, if you want it no, rare, no. you set it for 135 degrees and bam, you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, what do you? Why do you think people go to smart homes? I mean, we talked a little bit about the security, economics, the convenience, the fun. Uh, but I just like, like you said, tinkering with some of the new technology. Some of the uh, Alexia has advanced uh, throughout the course of the last three or four years. So improvements continue in the technology world. What what are some of the benefits you've seen uh, as you uh, develop uh, or continue to uh, make your home smart? I'm going to acquaint your audience with something called IFTTT.com. Okay. And that stands for If This, Then That, which okay. is the basic programming thing. If something's going on, then you have the computer do something else. This works by integrating literally hundreds of disparate manufacturers, brands of smart devices with each other Mm -hmm. so that if you turn on a light one place, it can theoretically lock your door. You get to pick all the stuff, but there's no programming involved. It's your audience, if they want to get started in this, IFTTT.com. Perfect. You'll get hooked. Perfect. And you'll get hooked, too. Um, <laughs> just another thing for folks that, that are trying to get started, um, there's a company called Wise, W-Y-Z-E. They make very reasonably priced home, home stuff. For instance, their surveillance camera is 20 bucks. And it's wow. connected to the Internet. You can monitor it from your phone or anywhere in the world. Uh, the sensor and uh, closure kit is ten mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, the light bulbs okay. are ten bucks. Uh, great place to get started. No, that's a great place to get started because most of them are running at about uh, seventy-five to one hundred twenty-five dollars, depending on which system you get. And if you have a sensor on top of that, you're looking close to two hundred. Uh, so that is a very uh, wise. Uh, uh, discussion there about trying to save a little bit money, but also try to have functionality. I mean, I didn't get into this uh, smart home aspect all at once. Like I said, I started remodeling my home. I decided that I wanted to get new technology uh, into the home. I was uh, doing the show as well, so I wanted to know what kind of technology was out there. Who who were the people uh, you know working on the new technology? What kind of education they received? So all these things were very important to me. So w- would you say that you've uh, installed most of the equipment in your home there, Bill, or did you have some consulting work? No, it was just me. Just <laughs> I'll tell okay. you a funny story because there's 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 stuff that you don't anticipate. For instance, when we got the garage door opener, um, the app goes on your phone and <clears throat> it knows when you get to within a certain distance of your house <clears throat> to open the garage door. 
Well, okay. my wife, <laughs> running errands, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes she kind of goes back and forth and she hits that per- periphery. Well, when she did, it would open the door, and then she would just continue down another street to go to another store, but the door remained open. Uh-huh. And uh, that was a little unsettling. But through the magic of IFTTT, I was able to implement a situation where if it knew you were leaving, it would close the door because that did not come with the native app. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I, I did you kind of learn as you go along is as bottom line but that that happens to me as well uh, i i've had a couple sensor lights that come on and they stay on for a while and i was trying to figure out what should i do because it should not you know if there's no nothing moving it should be turning off in about 2 minutes and uh, and i had some high uh, floodlights on and they kept uh, coming on and they would last almost 30 minutes so i start playing with that finally i got that under control same thing so you're going to have the difficulties audience uh, the bottom line is uh, you're gonna we're gonna have these uh, um, challenges but we can learn from it and everything uh, let me just go over uh, our our guest today is mr. Uh, William Hitchcock he is a tech expert he's a, a project manager professional a certified scrum expert uh, bit Bill's been in the business for 33 years. We met uh, almost 15 years ago, and one of the things we were just talking about is uh, uh, making your home into a smart home. Uh, there's a lot of conveniences there, and we're just sharing some stories. And those of you who want to get started, please, uh, you know, uh, call us here at 866-472-5788 or email at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. And Bill, let's Let's continue on. What are some of the things that you have not installed in your home but would like to? Well, I'm going to increase my uh, my external uh, surveillance and lighting. Uh, like you, I need to do shade and blind control. And I did find on YouTube some really good tutorials on doing that yourself and oh. saving just a ton of money. You can buy right, the equipment right. yourself. It's all it's all there. Just check out. In fact, YouTube is a great resource just for learning about uh, smart home in general. Uh, and there are some people in there that you subscribe to their stuff. I mean, it's, and they're funny. They're good. The other thing about home automation I'd like to say is don't expect 100% functionality 100% of the time. Have your plan B's in place. In other words, I've still got a key buried in the yard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, all kinds of things that you have to be aware of, especially when you're turning a smart home. The first thing I learned is do it in in stages or in phases so that you get used to it, understand the uh, the challenges that you will face. And as you said, there will be uh, challenges into the system operation because it may not operate as it's advertised. And it takes a while to understand those steps and then to fix them. Uh, there are other companies out there, for those of you that have done the uh, uh, the smart home conversions uh, from entertainment system to security system to uh, to uh, just your utility systems. So there are other companies out there that you can do. Bill, being a tinkerer, as he mentioned, likes to do it himself. I'm kind of halfway. I do a little bit of contracting work, uh, those things that I just don't have the time for or tinker around those things uh, that I have to. But b- bottom line, I'm, I guess I'm the fixer because I end up contracting out and and ending up fixing it uh, to to suit my specific specification. Because you never know when you start to set the parameters, are those parameters the right parameters? From a technology perspective, though, there's all kinds of gadgets out there, uh, information out there, books. uh, As Bill just mentioned, YouTube is out there. So it's a great resource. And Bill, anything else uh, from a smart home perspective before uh, we wrap it up here? I've got about a minute left. Yeah, there are some aesthetic aspects um, that you can incorporate. We're about to redo a couple of rooms in our home, and I'm going to put in uh, smart LED strip lighting where you can control the intensity, temperature, and color of lights. You can automate them. Uh, it, it's, it's absolutely beautiful stuff when it's in. It's very subtle. It actually, uh, you could get it so that it integrates into the ceiling, Wow. So uh, it's barely even visible, except at night when you need it. 
uh, a smart mirror. Uh, I've got to do that. It's where you get an old CRT, uh, not a CRT, an old flat screen tube, and mm-hmm. uh, find uh, put it with a Raspberry Pi. That's another whole episode. And you get up in the morning, you walk up to the mirror, and all of a sudden there's the news, the stock reports, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's just great. It's fun stuff to do. No, that's all exciting. That's uh, that's all part of having a smart home. Is uh, really it's creativity and your imagination as you go through this process. Because I, as you, I mean, I was just a kid fantasizing of you know when I built my home and I could afford it. This is what I'd like to do, and I think that's really what's taking off in the smart home. I mean, you mentioned security as a, a big plus for me. I tr- I travel lots. So security was a major uh, effort for me, and I kind of overdid that a little bit. Uh, economic benefits as far as uh, the advantages on the utilities and, and so forth. Convenience, definitely, and accessibility factor. I know who comes in and comes out. Um, I, I have uh, My home is almost my business office, so there's a lot of people coming in and out. And while I'm traveling, I'm concerned about that. But uh, the security cameras, the sensors, and, and the notifications help me on that aspect. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just want to say that our topic today is tech expert in business. Business and at home, uh, we are talking to Mr. William Hitchcock. I refer to him as Bill. I've known Bill since 2004. He's a project management professional, PMP, and a and a certified Scrum CSM. Uh, has been working in the business for 33 years, and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Accidents, injuries, hazards of all kinds. It seems like everything you do has something dangerous attached to it. Everyday safety is important to us all. Yet where can you get the information you need to prevent injuries and accidents? Tune in for Todd Murray and his program, Safety is Your First Choice. From safety in the home to the car in your workplace, as well as anywhere that you need to be prepared, he'll cover a range of topics. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today, tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back, uh, folks. This is a T3 show, our third segment. Uh, we're, our discussion today is tech expert in business and at home. My guest today is Mr. William Hitchcock. I've known Bill since 2004, DARPA Grand Challenge, the autonomous race between uh, Los Angeles and Las Vegas. He is a tech expert. He likes to tinker. He's had uh, 10 years, or he's been working with uh, really the global Fortune 500 uh, companies and enterprises. Uh, for 33 years. He's a techie. And on this segment, I just want to open it up a little bit and talk about technology in general. Uh, as many of you know, in the show, we have discussed importance of technology and innovation, such as artificial intelligence, unmanned aerial vehicles, robots, robots in space, medicine, mining. We've also this, uh, discussed exploration of uh, cybersecurity, ra- radio frequency spectrum, uh, the satellite. Uh, rockets, solar energy, space, first uh, technology adopters, and I think that's where Bill fits in, the first technology adopters, uh, the need for automation, digitalization, fi- uh, and finally, uh, technology education. So what I'd like to do is uh, is ask Bill, how did you get started in, in this business, and what is your recommendation to others who would like to get started in the technology consulting business? Uh, Bill, over to you. Well, as I mentioned, I, I kind of got started uh, when I left the ad agency and was taking care of their stuff. I think uh, at this stage of the game and looking back, if I were to advise somebody on on getting started in the business, is make sure that you get exposed to all of the pieces, uh, especially of IT. And here I'm talking about you need to know stuff about hardware. You need to know stuff about networking. You need to know a lot about application development. You need to know a lot about data. Uh, all of these people... The pieces fit together because if you're going to be a consultant, you're a problem solver, and problems aren't isolated. It's it, everything affects everything else. So uh, that was certainly something that that you have to have. Yeah, I think uh, I've got uh, just my own experience. You've got to really know the subject area. And, and like Bill, I'm not an engineer or scientist. I grew up as the Mikey of my world, as Bill did. And every time they wanted to test something, at least in the government service, uh, I just went out and tested it. And it was very important. So, you know, do you obtain an IT degree or uh, engineering degree or scientific degree? You can. It is helpful. But what's more helpful is understand the subject matter. And sometimes uh, that's my job is to convert the tech speak uh, that uh, a lot of the scientists, engineers uh, have to the non-tech speak. And that, that really is my forte is the ability to apply the application. And I think that's what you're saying too, Bill. As you learn all these disciplines, you have to convert that to uh, the, the company you're working for, or the boss you're trying to explain the situation to, in order to use tech information. Well, now, that's exactly right. And as far as the education part is concerned, um, let me just throw out a few words uh, to dispense some advice here. Uh, especially if you're in college or you're about to go to college, make sure that you take at least first-year accounting. Accounting is the language of business and government. And if you don't speak that language, your, your opportunities are going to be severely limited. The second thing, consider a minor, or at least a couple of courses, in some of the humanities. And the reason I say that is because that's where your right brain, that's where your creative brain gets started. And even if you're in tech, your solutions are going to be creative. The other thing is developing your social skills, as Jose said, and I'm not talking about tweeting or Facebooking here. I'm talking about social skills of speaking, of interacting with people, uh, being parts of organizations, And finally, um, finish school at whatever level you decide is going to be your level of education as quickly as possible. And the reason for that is to get out in the real world because experience is the real teacher. Absolutely. Enough of my soapbox. No, no, no. That's number two. Uh, Whether you obtain – the main part of going to college is obtain a degree and obtain a degree in something you like and then go to to the related fields, uh, gain the experience uh, is what I would tell you, and know it uh, A to Z. I mean, too many people just know the first order of information or, you know, I I don't know. Maybe I'm an exception because I can walk in a room and see ten things to do. My brother can walk in the room and says, 
hey, everything's done. I can sit down now. It's just a different personality, I guess. Uh, know the technology trends. you got to keep up with the technology trends if you're going to be a tech consultant. Uh, you just have to know the trends. It's, it, it's important uh, for you to know it. It's important for you to discussion with your client or your new company that you're working with. And also be flexible in your approach. I can tell you, I love for my folks to come tell me how they're going to do something. Uh, you know, so I really like that uh, give and take because I'm trying to see. I know how to do it. I have done it for 40 years now. And so my my way is probably pretty rigid. One, two, three. But I know it works. It's been perfected over time. And I know I'm going to get an A-plus product. So you got to be flexible in your approach. And I'm willing to learn. And then, of course, you got to start your networking. So, Bill, as you continue to grow your business, because it didn't, it didn't uh, just happen. After 33 years, you know, your professional qualities, your technology skills, your you your uh, de- demeanor and getting the job done all contributed in supporting your lifestyle today. Is that not right? Yes, and I couldn't add anything to what you said because it's it's it's, uh, it's it, like life. It's a holistic thing, and uh, yeah. you got to be happy with what you're doing too. Otherwise, yeah. why bother? Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things I really like about technology work. I mean, the good thing is you get to set your hours pretty much unless you have a a client that you want to uh, meet some milestones. But those milestones are set by you uh, with uh, discussion with your client. And and so that's what I really like is that flexibility. And then, of course, uh, understanding the technology that you're dealing with. And there's all kinds of technology. And it's kind of interesting because I was looking at uh, an article on types of consulting jobs and job titles and descriptions. And there's all kinds of, uh, you know, you're a generalist consultant, you're a specialist. I I look at it as, uh, um, I guess, as uh, real simple. Are you an apprentice? Are you a journeyman? Are you a master craftsman? And that's how I look at life. And uh, and to be honest with you, while while your skill set, your education set, your years of experience may make you a master craftsman, really, it's best for you to be the journeyman, to be the sponge of taking in new uh, new information, because that's really what makes you a better consultant. But there's consultant in the environmental world, the financial world, human resource world, uh, the information technology world, the one that we footstomp here. Uh, and as Bill said, just, just in the information technology, I can tell you in the cyber security world that I've come from, there's lots of opportunity here. Uh, the functional consultant, the field technician, uh, the SAP security consultant, the software implementation consultant, uh, the senior link uh, consultant, technology consultant, telecommunication, you know, web sphere consultant. Uh, the next big push really is going to be in, 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 well, first of all, computers, but space telecom, uh, you know, 5G is here, but people are already talking about 6G. Uh, so you just be aware of where the opportunities are going to be. Uh, now, Bill, here's a question I'll ask you. Uh, is automation a threat to society or not? That's a two-edged sword. And <laughs> yes, yes obviously it can be. Um, yes. Uh, information uh, can be propagated in ways that are truthful or are not truthful. Um uh, Automation can be put to very nefarious uh, purposes. But overall, uh, you know, people might have said, well, what about the printing press? You know, is that good or bad? Well, overall, it's good. And it's it's transformed mankind. And technology is going to do the same thing. Particularly AI is going to be uh, just amazing. If you get on that train now, uh, the, the... the possibilities, the possibilities to help people, the possibilities to take away drudgery labor and put in, in uh, meaningful, thoughtful labor are just tremendous. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's uh, pro, uh, there's pros and cons depending on how you want to use it. You can use it for good or you can use it for evil. Most of us choose for, uh, to do it for good. However, automation, uh, it's going to happen, folks. Uh, uh, the day is coming where you go to McDonald's and you're taking it out of the machine and the machine is really robots are serving you. But w- guess what? Someone's got to fix the machine. Someone's got to cl- uh, end up uh, uh, doing the programming for the 
machine. There's a lot of other opportunities, and I do believe even with automation, there is growth of uh, of of work in other areas that we haven't even envisioned. At least that's from my perspective over the last forty plus years that I've uh, been a tech consultant, and I cannot encourage anybody any more than uh, you know learn as much as you want, get that experience, uh, have the breath as uh, as uh, Bill talked about in your particular job and always do a better job than you think. Uh, I mean, it, it's funny. Uh, I just conducted a funeral, help a lady uh, um, really helped her organize a funeral arrangements and, and even, even uh, getting the, the church reserve, the, uh, the, the pastor wanted to make sure I left the church in a better condition than I, than I got it. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, so, but uh, as we move on in the tech opportunity world, uh, uh, Bill, what do you recommend uh, folks to uh, continue developing, or are there new uh, websites that people uh, like to go look at for just for the fun of it? You mentioned YouTube a little bit. You mentioned uh, IFTT. Are there others out there? Yeah. Um, check out uh, Microsoft Garage. It's uh, www.microsoft.com slash E-N-U-S slash garage. Uh, they've got a lot of fun projects, especially for people just getting into technology. Uh, I strongly urge people to, to check that out. It's a lot of fun. Also, if you've got more than one PC on your desk, which I have several, a lot of people do, uh, do a search on Mouse Without Borders. Uh, again, it's a Microsoft project, and uh, I've got it. I use it all the time. I've one mouse, and it just goes back and forth between all the screens. And an added thing is you could take put the clipboard on from one computer, move your mouse over to the other computer and paste. It's great. It's lots of fun. Um, okay. For those of you who are into Alexa and so on, go to blueprints.amazon.com. You can, without any programming experience or knowledge, create your own Alexa skills, and they are fun. And then finally, uh, as I said before, if you're a little bit into home automation and really want to take up to the next step, Go to ifttt.com and have a lot of fun. Perfect, perfect. Well, folks, uh, this is your host, Jose Necron. We've been talking to Mr. William Hitchcock. He is a tech expert. I've known Bill for 15 years. We've worked together in the DARPA Grand Challenge. He was one of the first volunteers, so he's uh, he, he is one of those uh, innovators uh, uh, because he was a volunteer. Uh, he paid his own way to the DARPA Grand Challenge, so I've known Bill since that time. Uh, today's subject was tech expert in business and at home. Uh, I think uh, uh, Bill exemplifies that. Not only has he turned his uh, tech knowledge from a business perspective, consultant perspective, but also turned his home into smart uh, into a smart home. As uh, I leave you today, I just like to encourage everybody to uh, really understand uh, the degree you're going to obtain, gain the experience, know the technology trends, be flexible in your approach, and also uh, you know network out there. We've got 30 seconds left, Bill. you got a final thought you want to give to the audience? I really appreciate this opportunity, Jose, not only to, to converse with you, probably the longest conversation we've had in at least 10 years, uh, but also to your audience as well. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity, and, and thanks very much. Well, thank you, Bill. Uh, and for the audience, uh, we'll see you next week as we take up another topic on technology and how that technology discussion will improve your life. Until next week, this is your host, Jose Negron, on T3. Today, tomorrow's technology, the best technology show on Voice America. G- goodbye. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.